to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt, A-T-A-T, Givenisi, and today we're talking about passion mashing, and mm. I'll explain that a little bit later. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. How is so. business? So. <laughs> Good. Now that I, I finished, uh, I can get up off my couch and stop crying to you about my business <laughs> problems. Hey, dude, I, vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. It's so much I, easier when I just berate you about your problems. Yeah, but then when the tables turn. So, yeah, what was it? Uh, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday, it was, my, I was, it was me complaining to you about my business problems. Mm. <laughs> and then going, and you and, you and Laura are both like, what? What do you mean? No, you got to do it this <laughs> way. You got to do it that way. And it's like, oh, and I like... Like just sitting at night, going like, "Oh, there's so much to think about." Oh God! And now, yeah, today, we were we were pretty we we're pretty bad. And the t- today, it's me. <laughs> I get to do it. I God. get to be the the one on the high horse. It's kind of good though. It's it's like um, it cleans you out. I think it's like, yeah. Well, it's well, it's perspective. You can't see the forest for the trees when you're in the thick of it. You have to be yes. like challenged. Yes, you have to. I and I enjoy being challenged. I don't like having. um, I've always been like I like someone who challenges me on an idea Mm. or like a business plan or anything, you know. And it's like, and then you know, it it just makes you go like, uh, and either you come to the conclusion like, no, fuck them, I'm right, I'm gonna go do this, or I still want to do it, I don't care. And and usually that's a good sign because it's like you clearly want like there's 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 oh yeah i, I mean like dude any sort of feedback that is meaningful is is like worth its weight in gold right and i also think though if you disrespect the person or at least you have like you know you're you're you know it's just like i don't know not somebody disrespect but somebody who maybe you don't take their opinion as highly as others you're just like you you kind of hear them out and you're like yeah yeah and yeah, you do like, it anyway you not know? doing any of the shit you said yeah. like i'm like uh, yeah cool oh no it's great yeah great idea matt that's yeah, no, no, no. I, I think, yeah, doing a social network for dogs is a great idea. No, no, you should totally do it. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh God. Oh boy. Uh, I yeah. But but I think uh, both vice versa. I think it's like when you say something, I'm like I have to I have to consider it hard, and I usually make yes. a decision on it, which is you know, it's good. It is good. I think you need a you know I I I, I don't have a mentor in business. Mm. Uh. But I I don't believe in mentors. I believe in like equal uh, mutual partnerships. It's got to be like a push and pull. Yeah, I believe. Mm. I would feel bad if I just took your advice all the time and never gave any of my own. I would just feel great. I would. Just feel I know like you a, would. You would love smart, it. Oh, I love when people do it to me. It's, like the people yeah. who buy your course. I would. Lo- yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, we have to get into this. Uh, thing we call podcasting this mm. this episode but before we do uh i want to mention that we have a real sponsor and i'm gonna probably say real sponsor every time i mention them <laughs> but uh our sponsor for this episode uh this episode is brought to you by money lab pro you've been asking for it and i finally made it money lab pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members only money lab pro community you'll also get access to my seo 
monetization and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right. Sponsorship over. Nailed. Nailed it. All right. Let's get into, uh, <laughs> so sounds so like you're so meta. It's like, okay, now that sponsorship is done. Let's move on to content. Everyone listening knows. That yeah. They, they, they know get the it. drill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Can you hear me playing with a deck of cards? No. Okay, good. I thought it was interesting that you had one on, you know, your desk. It's a minimalist set. I was, I was going to say, it looks like there's nothing on them. There's nothing. Yeah. Basically. On either side. Oh. It's, oh. It's, you know, I, I thought it was really cool. It's literally impossible to play. Like you can't play with anybody because like, you know, people like throw down cards in the middle of the table and everyone has to lean in to see what the card is. It's so <laughs> tiny. Yeah. Not everything in minimalism is that great, guys. Okay. No. Nah. Just saying. Just saying. What is passion mashing? Do you have any idea what that is? So I think that's like if I love money and horses, I should have like a horse money website. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, it's a term that I coined, and no one has has yet to uh, pick it up. It's not in part of the lexicon. It's not in Just the like, mainstream media yet. No, not in the mainstream. I think you know that and marketing burst is my other one that I just came up with. Both both of which. Uh, I have yet to see being utilized people. It, it needs to be picked up on like a bigger brand and then they can claim that they, yeah. they came and up then, with it. Yeah. And I get no credit whatsoever. <laughs> um, I, yeah. So passion mashing to me is taking two things that you are uh, interested in and putting them together and creating something from it. So mm-hmm. I've done this. I feel like I, I did it once uh, a while. I've done it. I mean, almost everything I do is a form of passion mashing, but I just did a podcast where they asked me, uh, you know, what's my, if I had to give one piece of advice to people who were just starting out in doing the sort of online business thing. And I said, shut off all the lights, sit in a quiet room, light a candle and just be, just think about what the things that you're good at and just sit down and think about what are you, what are you good at as a person? And then, uh, either combine them or stay or pick one and build on that. You know, I, I feel like I've had a similar conversation with people, and often uh, the, the answers are very on the nose. So, for example, um, you know, I, I was like a big data engineer. Yeah. And you know how to make websites. So I should make a website teaching people how to be a data engineer. Got it. Right? And yep. I guess, like, yeah, that that is mashing of things. Because you liked website, you built, you knew, you knew how to build a website, mm. and you knew data engineering, right? Okay, but I, I think that you have to perhaps be a bit more clever with it because I imagine that if I went and looked out there, there'd probably be a ton of sites doing essentially that, and they're way better than me. 
Okay. So you're saying that you need to really think about what your strengths and and I guess the word maybe a superpower like what's your superpower? Yeah, like your competitive advantage. So you can yeah. you do things that you're interested in in areas that interest you, but mm-hmm. isn't like the most blatantly obvious. You know, right? Like you're not going to be create a new better Huffington Post. You just probably right. aren't. Yeah. Right. So you have to be a little bit more creative than that. Yeah. And and you know I was I was using the example of like. Um, you know, it's really easy for someone to get sucked into the world of, of like not following their, their passion. And I don't mean passion. Like you should take your passion and like turn it into a business. Like this is a little bit, it's a little bit different than that. Mm. Um, not by much, but it's still a little bit different. At least I have to think so. So the idea that like, um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, Andrew's making a fuck ton of money doing properties, like buying and selling, investing in properties like that. Oh man, he's so rich. I want to be just like Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. And I fucking go and do it. And I realize, well, hold on. Uh, I know nothing about real estate. I don't even care about it. I've never been interested in it whatsoever ever. Uh, I don't even like cleaning houses. I don't like anything about house ownership. Right. And I never asked you what it's really like. Like, does it suck? Does it suck? You know, do you even make money? I just, you know, I just assumed because you're like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I manage investment properties. And I think a lot of people see that and go like, you know, like remember the, there was a, I feel like there was a whole boom of like buying and flipping houses. Like there was a boom of that. And oh yeah. There's still like all the happening. TV shows spawned and it was just a hot. Yeah. And it's like every idiot on the planet was like, I can buy and flip a house. I live in a house now. I know everything about houses. It's like, motherfucker, that, I know you That's don't. when I get nervous, when like everyone's doing it. Yeah. Like, that's when I know I need to get the hell out because Right, it's or when you see like a commercial of like, you can make money just by sitting at home. If you, all you have to do is build a, a website and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, do you know how hard it is to build a website? Like, yeah. websites have, there's a lot of technical know-how. I mean, like, yes, with Squarespace and other things like that have made it much easier. But, dude, honestly, like, have you ever tried using Squarespace? It's not that much easier. It's not easy. And, and the it thing is-, is, if you're used to WordPress, going there, you feel like you're a newborn child. Like, I don't yeah. even know what to do. Like, yep. teach me. I think, and I've done this so many times, dude. So many times where I was like, and I was talking about this, like, did I, I told you a story. Like, I tried mm. to make a social network for dogs. Yeah. Yeah. You've told me and I still think it's a terrible idea. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a very terrible idea. But at the time I was, you know, I was dating somebody and, and they had a, a dog and they were like obsessed with it. And I was like, Oh man, like there's probably more of people like her and I'm going to make a whole website based on this. And it's like, dude, first of all, you don't even like dogs that much. Like you just don't. And, and you don't know how to build a social media website. (laughs) So I had to learn how to do both. And it's like, was that really the best use of my time? No, it wasn't. Uh, so that said, uh, this idea of passion mashing, which came from a very specific moment in my life. Not the dog website. Not the dog website. No. I was running Swim University. I was just, I'm pretty sure before we met. Mm. Pretty sure it was before we met. Uh, and... I, I had this idea. I was like, okay, what? I don't know what what I was doing. I was. I remember. Uh, I was just like, I want to. I was like, what else am I good at? Like, I had this website, this swimming pool website. What else am I good at? 
And I just was like, I used to make rap songs as a kid, you know, in high school. And I was good at that. I could do that really fast. And everyone liked those. And I liked making music and I liked all that stuff. I was like, how do I do something in the pool industry and something in the like music? Like, what can I do? And that was like, okay, well, I'm going to make a rap song about pool care. I'm like, no one's ever done that before. Right. And so I did that. It turned out really fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. And what resulted in that was a ton of backlinks because I shared it and I actually made a hundred bucks day one because somebody sponsored it. And oh, I, shit. Some, some guy just sent me a hundred bucks in the mail. I was like, dude, I want to be in this. I want to be involved in this. This is, can help you like buy lights or something. For the Wait, video. so how did he know? I, I think I posted it in like a LinkedIn group that I was doing a rap video and I was, I was looking for like fake, sp- I was looking for sponsors, basically to support. So I was, I, uh, I put it out and was just like, I want to be able to add a bunch of logos at the end of the site. Like, thanks to all of these, you know, people that were, you know, and all I basically asked for was like, could you help promote this when this goes live? You know, can you, can you spread it right. around and without them seeing it or knowing anything about it? Uh, and they kind of were like, well, we'll, you know, yes, you could use our logo, but you know, we may not promote it. It's like, all right, whatever. I just need to be able to, I just need a permission. And so, um, I did the video and then sent it to everybody. And a lot of, and one guy was like, here's a hundred dollars. I just don't, I don't know. He called me and everything. That's and awesome. just like a, some, yeah, some, some guy, some, mm. you know, um, who was in the pool industry and had a website, uh, but smaller and dude, it just like it went viral. And I mean viral in the most s- smallest sense because in the 2001 sense. Yeah, I got like 10,000 views in that during that week. Yeah, but that's super exciting. Yeah, it's for the pool industry and most of it was like industry people going like w- not expecting it to be that good. You know what I mean? It's like when you when you hear somebody making like a pool care rap or literally any sort of rap uh, you know, about anything. It's like, oh, this could be bad. This is probably going to be most likely for me, at least it's going to be bad. And this right. one turned out like it's super catchy. It'll get stuck in your head and all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, it got me like a ton of press, ton of backlinks. Like, and you did it again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, I tried so, it so you're like that, that worked. And then yep. so you did it for listen money matters. Yeah. We're working together. And I think that it also worked, maybe not as immediately fast. It, yeah, it didn't work right away, but it definitely got us press. It just and took it, a long time. It, and it is like continually picked up and found and people tweet about it or... I mean, if we're being straight up, mm. uh, like that rap video led me to Steph because I made it. And then PT from who runs FinCon saw it because he had done a rap video about personal finance. Mm. Uh, and he was like, this is awesome. Would you perform at FinCon? And I don't think I even knew what FinCon was. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that would be awesome to like perform. <laughs> you know." And then he was like, well, can you write an original song? And I was like, OK. And I wrote this. you know, And that's how I met Steph. She was like, are you the rap guy? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. How would you know? Uh, yeah, fell in love. So, um, yeah, so I, that, that did work. It really worked. But, you know, not to only show the, and not to say it was not only Rosie, but it, so it worked really well one time. It worked Mm -hmm. really well a second time. And then, so you're like, well, 
I should probably make 30 more. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> then you went and made a rap album. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one track did really well. So uh, no, the, so I did one between that. I did the hashtag hustle mm. rap video, which got 100,000 views on YouTube. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, that did really, really well. And then I decided to do an album, and that didn't do so well. But also, I mean, I really didn't push it as much as I pushed the other stuff. Um, but it was still unique enough to where I it is it you know the the idea of my point of this is I took something that I liked, which was rap making music. I shouldn't say I like rap because I really don't like rap right. that much. Um, but I, I I was good at it, and so I took that and I married it with something that it didn't belong to, you know, it didn't belong in the pool industry. No one's ever done it. And it's created something totally unique. And it, it basically created a ton of opportunities for me going forward. Uh, I would say the same thing about the pool website. The first thing I ever did was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I was passionate about pools, but I knew a absolute fuck ton about pools, about pool care and hot tub care. And I knew how to build a website and so I took those two ideas, those two skill sets, and I just was like, I'm going to build a pool website, which no one had done up until that point. Like, I mean, no one had done to that, to that scale. Right. And to, and to that ability. So, and I created something unique. And so what, uh, what are the, like the guardrails with this? Because I feel like it can devolve very quickly. Yeah. Or it perhaps. Can be, no, the ideas can be stupid, but I, I think, you know, People would have, you know, my friend, my friend says, uh, if I ever have to explain you to somebody, I just send them the pool rat video because it basically, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it is you. It's, it's everything you are. It's like, you're the, you're like the, it, the video of it, like the song, the, the, the concept, the idea, like it's all just like completely unique. And it wasn't, I'm not saying it's unique in. I think it's unique because it's been mashed together and not because of these individual parts. Like, you know, everyone's done a rap video. People talk about pool care. Like, all individually, it's not unique. But, together but it, it was is. like your personality, like, yeah. shining with all the aspects of the things that you do. Right. In one thing. And so that's why it did well. Because it was, it was very uh, authentic. Yes. Yes. Like, unique and weird because you're unique and weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, authentic. Yeah. And so... The the idea is like take something that I don't know if there is guardrails. I think the guardrail is, you know, is the really question, are you good at that? Because mm. if you're not good at that, then I would argue like you mentioned, like if I like horses and I like financing, I should start a horse finance website. Well, you're actually adding a third thing in that in that equation. What's that? the website? Oh, yeah, true. Right. Actually. So actually, if you like horses and finance, maybe there's another, maybe like you should go and uh, do, I don't, I don't even know like what you could do is like, but maybe if you like horses so much, you could go teach personal finance to people who own horses or like, you know, like literally go to like horse conferences and I don't know, (laughs) I don't know like what, I don't, not part of the horse community, but, uh, or the horse lover community. But it's the same as like if I was good at if I was a developer and I loved dogs, then the dog you know Might social network sense. would make more sense for me, and it would be totally unique. So I was talking to this dude Will that that I'm friends with, and I grabbed lunch with him uh, yesterday, 
Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about like business ideas and just like kind of like how I came with Listen Money Matters and yeah. you, you know, you with Swim You and just like, you know, he's trying to think of something. Yeah. And uh, he, he, um, he sells like high end like technical equipment, whether it's like routers or, or like IP okay. phones, blah, blah, blah. And so he was thinking of like doing an online course, teaching people like the tech chops to say pass like a Cisco certification. Yes. And, um, you know, he knows, he knows the stuff. Um, there's certainly like a need for people to, you know, like buy these things, but we always talk amongst ourselves, like, can you be the best in the world at this? Like, Mm -hmm. and obviously like you're never going to be likely the best in the world at like, I don't know, doing pool things, but you, you could probably be pretty damn close. Yeah. And, uh, in the past he had run, um, meetups in this space and he he was because he's a sales guy he's like very personable he's a connector he always like finds me and pulls me into things and so uh you know maybe his thing is being a connector in that space or or some you know because he could do them well yes and he may not be good at developing and publishing and selling online courses right like i i don't know anything about video and i think he knows less than i know yeah so like that would be not like impossible but really difficult yes and i think uh, this is something that comes up a lot for me is you know when people uh talk about building a website like should i build a website like oh i want to build a website my argument is like you you better love you better love building websites Mm. you know like I, you and I come from the same or cut from the same cloth in that regard because like if our if our website's broken like I can't wait to fix it like I am so <laughs> yeah. I like it I love living in HTML and for someone who's like trying to start a blog and they're like they're completely clueless about CSS and HTML and like or just like general or like plugins they just don't know how like shit works it's a frustrating uphill battle for them they have to call their people like you know and and get help and you know that's why usually if if someone's like you know i i want to start a website i'd be like start on squarespace because at least like there's customer support at least there's mm-hmm. somebody to talk to at least it's not built you know, on your WP own wp engine gives you support i just yeah, feel like or, getting yeah. trapped on a platform like squarespace i, like, I mean, you're going to be there for life and that sucks no you can move you can always mm. export and move over and I'm just saying, like, if they want to sponsor the show in the future, you know. <laughs> we love Squarespace. But so, no, so the, the interesting thing I just want to say with this guy, Will, is that uh, I, t- I talked to another guy. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes and he, he collects these, like, really expensive watches and, like, mm-hmm. flips them. So, like, I don't know. The watch costs 30000 and he sells it for, like, 40000 Whoa. That yeah. is a unique industry. I've never, I, I didn't, didn't even, even know, know this was... was a thing that existed. No, me neither. And uh, what happened that, like, really pushed his business forward is he found this facebook community this guy heavily curates this group and it's only 500 people and they Uh all buy and sell and trade these things and long story short like it it, his whole business is essentially predicated on this group of 500 people and this guy who trades these watches makes like 200 plus a year and he told me that he pays this guy a thousand dollars a year to be part of this group whoa right and so that he gets an enormous amount of value from that. Sure. But, you know, a thousand times five hundred is what this guy gets to essentially be a connector and a filter for only five hundred people. 
that is I have passion right. bashing. Yeah, that's, you nailed it. <laughs> And that's like he's not he's not doing he's not doing anything technical. It's all it's a group, right? It's like a Facebook it's in Facebook, so it's free. It costs him yeah. nothing. It's a closed group. Yeah, all anybody the tools can start were built. That. All yeah, he needs to do is oh, say, "Hey, man. pay me," and okay, I'll let you stay in. That is an incredible model. Uh, I have uh, two examples of of something similar to that. Uh, one of them is uh, Sean Ogle, who we've had I've had on the show before. Uh, so he, he loves golf. Golf is like his passion mm-hmm. and he also does website design. So like he built a golf website, but one of the things he did was he created a, a group, uh, where if you're into golf and you're a private member of a club in like a good club in California and you can, you can be connected with somebody who's a private member at a club in New Jersey and then you guys can like golf together you know, oh my and God. so he charges per year to be a part of that community. And it's like that. What a great idea is like just but building the platform where they could do that. And it's a simple plat. It's not like a technically advanced platform. It's yeah. just, you know, it's the idea that like, hey, we're connecting you to somebody with a private membership. If you want to play this like golf club, that would be next to impossible to play unless you had, you know, a friend who was a private member. And then uh, my other friend, Nathaniel, who also has been on the show. Uh, super into beer. He's my beer buddy here and also does website design. And recently he's been like going around doing beer trades and not that it's been like a a super lucrative business, but he could certainly turn, you know, his love of beer and beer trading and his, and his uh, like love, maybe not love, but like love of, I'll just say love of like building websites and turn it into a real legit like business. What what is beer trading? What's beer trading? Yeah. Okay. Like, and how do you make money trading beer? <laughs> okay. Uh so it, it's similar to the wine industry in that like uh and maybe you don't even know that there's wine trading I, or not. We, okay, yeah. No. <laughs> so uh so I can just speak for the beer community which is uh and, and I'm not a, a real active member in this type of thing, but I can give you a, a, an anecdote that happened to me. So um, when a when a brewery breweries do releases, they do bottle releases and, and can releases. And a lot nowadays, um, when they do a bottle release, it's something special, and they're probably only going to make it once, right? Mm. Uh, to give a very, uh, I think, a very general example of this. Um, Dogfish Head, which I'm sure you're familiar with, yeah, just released a uh, 120-minute IPA barrel-aged. So barrel-aged oh. 120-minute IPA, which is... I would love one. Yes. Uh, the problem is is that you can only get it at the brewery. Uh, so, but, but, but maybe that's not true in this particular case, but let's say it is true, that you can right. only get it at the brewery. So, so I could brewery, fly out, which is ridiculous. The, yeah, the brewery, well, the brewery's in Delaware. Technically, you could drive, but I would right. have to fly, mm. right? And uh, yeah, so I have to fly out there to, to buy a you know, $10, $12 bottle of beer. Uh, or I could go into the beer trading community. Somebody goes and picks up a bunch, you know, as many as they can. And they're like, hey, does anybody you know, want this? Or like, hey, I'm going to Dogfish Head. Uh, do you want me to pick you up something? Or, hey, I'm sitting on this bottle of Dogfish Head 120-minute barrel aged. I will, I'm willing to trade for, you know, I'm willing to sell this for $100. 
you know, so no shit. And so, so he I, makes money essentially selling rare brews. Uh, well, in his case right now, he's he's just like he's a beer runner. So um, and there's people who do this now. He doesn't do it. All, he's not a, it's not full time and he's not doing this. It's, like, it's more of like, hey, I'm going to this brewery. Uh, I might as well pick up some gas money and pick up some beers for other people and, you know, meet meet people. It's a way to meet people and and, you know, uh, but if he turned it into a like community where he kept track of all this stuff, which is a plan that we've been thinking about, uh, it, you know, he's taking two things that he's good at. One thing that he's super passionate about and one thing that he's very, very good at and mixing them together and creating something unique that's never been done before, mm. you know, so uh I think there's so many examples of that happening. You could say that, like, you know, uh, Brew Cabin is that for me. Like, I'm a home brewer, which I love. And I also love to build websites. And so I built a website about home brewing, you know? So there's this whole vein of thought where people are like, follow your passion. And then there's, there's the other half that are like, whatever you do, don't follow your passion. Right. So, and I, so you're coming out on the follow your passion end. No, I'm coming out on follow both of your passions. So don't overload on one. Like don't go, you know, Well, cause everyone will say, you know, your example of like, I mean, look, pick one thing that you're passionate about. Just anything. Business. Ugh. I know. Right. That, <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't um, count. I, I love cocktails. Like, okay, great. Yeah. So, um, so, you're gonna uh, start a bar in, um, you know, downtown Hoboken. Like you're gonna you're gonna build a bar. You're gonna be the bartender. You love cocktails so much. That's what you're gonna do, because that's what you do if you love cocktails, right? You build. You be a bartender. You go. Build, you go build a bar. Well, so I guess yeah. That that's the very on the nose, exactly. all in. But that I, would be I following enjoy... your passion, right? Mm. I, I yeah, it would be okay. But are you uh, good at? Talking to people in public, do you, you know, can you, uh, will you want to work till, you know, 4 a.m. in your state every, you know, or 2 a.m. in your state every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night? To insane hours, yeah. I mean, no. Do you want to own your own bar? Do you want to own a piece of, like, property and, like, make sure, like, you have customers and do all the market? You know, dude, like, there's so much involved in that, right? And Mm. none of those things you've ever done before or, or probably you would argue are not even good at. So... That is a way of following one passion all the way through to the end. And so let's take let's let's choose that exact same example. And it's not you; it's someone else who's like really into cocktails. So they're like, "I'm going to start a cocktail website," and they don't know how to build a website, and they don't know you know how to even make money from a cocktail website. And they are just like totally they, they try to turn their passion into something, but they didn't have the other half. My argument is. You need the other passion too. You need the other thing. Well, because it doesn't have to be a passion. Some it can be a skill. aspect of like learning involved. Like, you know, if I, I knew how to make websites, but yes. damn, I didn't know like the other ninety-eight percent of what was involved. A hundred percent. But here's the difference: is that you were at least skilled at one thing and interested in going that direction, mm. right? And you pushed yourself because you were interested in every step of the way. Whereas, you know, I would, you know, people start building a website and they're not interested in learning website design at all. They're interested in cocktails, right? That's what they're interested in, you know? And again, I'm not using you as an example with this. The cocktail person, you know, is not interested in 
website design, is never interested in learning code, is never interested in learning how to write blog posts. Well, it's, it's like, going to well, be then, damn expensive and hard to build a cocktail website. It's going to be very hard. And I'm, that's where most people fall into the trap is that like it sounds great on paper, but, it's, but, you're, but you actually don't like this. And even when you try, you know, you, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't try it, but if your first instinct is to try to do one thing that you're great at and one thing that you've never, ever done before, have no skill in or have no interest in ever learning, then you're kind of fighting an uphill battle. But it's like, hey, if you like cocktails, you know, and you like making videos, then don't make a website. Make YouTube videos about how to make cocktails. You know, like that there's there's something, you know, or you just like I like taking pictures. It's like, okay, then do cocktail Instagram. I don't know. Like there's I don't even it doesn't have to be digital. If you like making cocktails, and you love working late nights and, and you love real estate, well, then it sounds like you would be a perfect candidate to own a bar. Mm. You know? I don't know. So what would you mash together or, or in lieu of website? Yeah. So what, what could you do that didn't involve website? That would be passion mapping, uh, mashing for you. Okay. That didn't involve a website. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love beer and snowboarding. <laughs> right i'm just picking Board i just brewing? picked two out of the air huh mm. i picked two things out of the air that i like okay all right so now it's now i'm like okay is there a way to mash those together to turn it into a business i mean this is obviously for business stuff for like for making money i guess right passion mashing you know to make money now you can apply this principle to just like art you know if you want to mash two things together like you know beer and snowboarding it's like oh i'm you know gonna drink and snowboard at the same time but what if i organized like you know beer uh snowboarding trips where it's like hey i go to a brew you know it's like hey we go snowboarding all day and then we go to on a beer crawl afterwards and i charge people for like you know i have to pay for everything but i set that all up and i take a little off the top for myself and i do this every weekend that's Hmm. basically that it's a, one idea. I'm just saying that's not. It's just an idea of how to mash those two things together. You know, there was this. We went to uh, Brussels, and there was yeah. this guy. He did a free walking tour. He was personality wise very much like you, maybe uh-huh. like louder, and just I don't know. And it, we just went around drinking beers. He's like telling us shit, making jokes. Free yep. walking tour. At the end, the amount of tips that he got. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's literally just his. He's so good at bullshitting and connecting right. to people. And then and beer, he just likes beer. Yeah, it was yeah. easy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying every passion mashing idea is like gold. It's just, it's, but, but to sort A of place think outside. To start. Especially if you have nothing or if you're, or if like, if you're trying to spruce up your like existing thing, like, like for example, uh, you know, like let's say, you know, we wanted to grow the Money Lab podcast. You know, like, which is what we're doing this month. Which we do. Yeah, which we do. It's like, okay, what two things do we like? You know, I like I could do a rap song about the Money Lab podcast, right? I could do uh, what I mean. I could make a Money Lab beer and just, you know, do something about that. I don't know. With some some sort of like promotional thing or have like a, you know, a, a, a podcast party at a brewery. I don't know. There's like the things to do for like promotional sense, you know? Um, I could, you know, I could also 
maybe i mean i guess like in a way we we sort of mashed the beer into our into listen money matters podcast yeah i mean i remember we would and it just made have... it unique it makes it a unique personal finance podcast because we took it something we both love and stuck it in that's true. It doesn't need to be like like the cornerstone of the podcast wasn't beer, but we no. both enjoyed it. It made the conversation easier and more fun. Yeah. And then it was like nothing that had happened before. And now it's it's a part of the marketing. Like now it's like you know that you're listening to Listen Money Matters because it's like we have a catchphrase now. It's like, what are you drinking? And even in the community, like that's a thing that happens every week. Like, what are you drinking? Yeah. And people people love that. And I'm sure you get emails that are like, what do you you know, it's they they reference that that line. And and now we get free beer. So And we get free beer. Yeah. <laughs> sent to us to to drink on the show. So yeah, it's like it may not be a like legit moneymaker, but it could be a way to promote like it was for me in the swim university rap, you know, the pool care rap video. It's like it wasn't a moneymaker. I mean, I made a hundred bucks, but it was more for publicity. And it's like, what, you know, what can you do to like put two things together to and have that happen? I think also you did it because it was just a fun thing that, and I, yes. I know your personality. You're like, I'm doing it because I want to do it. Yeah. And I think, Oftentimes, I've found in, in my businesses, and I think that it's very true for the things that you've done, is uh, the best things are those. Because you didn't really, f- or not like you necessarily, but didn't flesh out the why or the how or the dollars. Yes. It was like, this is a thing that needs to happen, and I'm doing it. And and if, it, and if something great happens from it, fine. And if nothing great happens from it, also fine. Exactly. Right. It's like, oh, I did it. And like, I, I feel that way about the, the rap album, to be honest. Like, uh, if something happened from it, great. Nothing did. I still am very, very proud of it. And yeah. I'm so glad I did it because it's like and I and I get the you know, boss video is really good. Yeah. I mean, people if emailed me and said, like, this is underrated. And I'm like, no one rated it to begin with. <laughs> so, uh, but but I've heard from people like, oh, dude, I listen to it like at least once a month. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, so do I. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and and again, I think the word uh, the words that I you know I picked like you know passion matching just rhymes, so that's fun. Mm. But it's really like you can match skills together, like two skills, you know. Like what? I think that's mostly what we do. Well, for example, like you know I, we talked about making the course in seven days. Like that was just a mash of every skill that I had. That has nothing. To, I was not a course Very builder. Process driven, breaking apart. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, video, music, animation, like all of those things I was I had talent in before I started any online entrepreneur stuff. Mm. Like I was making videos and doing animations and writing music before all of this. And it's just like I looked at that project and said, this is every one of my skill sets. Every one of them. So I'm like, okay, this is this should be easy. Right. Same with the rap album. It's like it's literally utilizing every skill set I have. So you you sit down you you come up with a bunch of passions you you mash it together or passions or, or skills I think it, I think it's sort of interchangeable right but you come the up skills with like that a, you enjoy doing by the way right I mean I mean you, and to, you have to enjoy to some degree because to the, to, to, shit to, to, it's going to be a lot of work so you gotta like it right and I guess to uh, I guess to do to have any skill would be you'd need that you know what I mean yeah you would need to like it because you need to develop the skill. Right? Yeah, you're you're not gonna become good if you hate it or just Doing like it, yeah. kinda it's so. just like okay. But yeah. so fine. So you have like a bunch of deviations of all of the passion or skills, you know. Um 
how do you know what to begin on and how do you know when you've maybe walked too far or not far enough, right? Because I could be like, well, Matt loves, you know, music and mm-hmm. he liked entrepreneur things, so he created an entrepreneur rap album. Well, I actually yeah. love rap. I'm really good at rapping and I also am really good at ironing. Like I'm just a pro, so I should do like iron rapping. <laughs> and, and I'm going to make an album and the first one didn't sell, but I hear most people get popular by the third and right, you could, so, yeah, sophomore slump. And then mm-hmm. that's right. And 50 years later, unfortunately you create a bunch of iron raps that no one wants. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants. Well, I would argue that if you had fun doing it, was it really a, was it really a failure? <laughs> that's true. And I mean, seriously, if your kids are like, you like made how many rap songs that, about dude, ironing? So like, that, that would be the funniest fucking thing to me if if some if i just found out one day that like some artist out there made six albums he's got a box set of <laughs> raps and it's all about ironing clothes i would cry i would buy it just just because i couldn't believe it it existed and it's so hilariously it's such a hilarious conceptual art piece do you know what i mean yeah it's like that, you know, it's, and then it's not the same thing, but like the, the Wu-Tang album that only sold the one asshole, you know, it's like they only had that one album. With the one asshole? What? You know, the, uh, Martin Scarelli, he bought the, that, the, they made, so you know, Wu-Tang made an album and it was only sold to one person. No shit. I had no idea. Oh yeah. So they, so this is like two years ago, I think they haven't made an album in, I guess since I've been in high school. And they, but they got together, made an album, and then auctioned it off to the highest bidder. And Whoa. like, it's it comes in like this, like this. The box itself is probably worth a couple million dollars. Like the box, the CD comes in. Wow. It and and Martin Scarelli bought it, and he just kept it to himself. Yeah. Well, that's the point. It's valuable, right? right? If no one else hears it, if you're the only person who's ever heard that Wu Tang album, it makes that much more valuable. That's that's pretty sweet. But I think he's in jail, so I believe we should all hear it now. <laughs> right? Because, like, you know, it's public yeah. domain, all his possessions, right? I think so. Somebody buys it in an estate sale. <laughs> it's like, wow. This is, a, this is a steal. How much? 15 bucks? <laughs> Damn, cheaper than Sam Goody. Yeah, it's, that was, I mean, that's not the same thing, but it, like, they basically did all of that work for one asshole to listen to. And it's like, that's just, I love that idea of, like, just putting an insane amount of work into something that is so ridiculous is such a fun concept to me. You know, it's like, do it's like, I mean, that's how I felt about my rap album is like 30 days. It's all about one topic. It's an insane work. It's an, it's an insane piece of work that like, if somebody finds later, they're like, who, what, why, why would someone do this? This is amazing. You know, I, I really like uh, the approach of like putting like a time, box on it so like yes whether it was the courses in seven days and so you can't get really anal and like perfectionist or a 30-day album and so you bust your ass and it's Mm -hmm. done and then you find out if it has yeah and and you can be proud of that the fact that you know two reasons one you did an album and the second that you did it in seven or you know 30 days uh i would also argue that like you know, one of my mottos in Money Lab in life and two is, and I don't always practice it in life, but everything is an experiment. You can't, no one knows. Like, mm. I don't, I don't, 
if you asked me, if you emailed me and was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing horse finance because I love horses and I love finance, I'd be like, he's like, do you think it'll work? I'm like, I don't fucking know. What do I know? Like, what if you do it and you're the most successful person ever? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What happens if like 10 years from now, horses are up on their hind legs and they're talking <laughs> and they need financial advice because they've been in credit card debt for the last 400 years. I, I, dude, you'd be the richest person ever. Yeah, I mean, I they've been sla- like, enslaved by humans for... <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very extreme example. I mean, it's like the dolphins. They're going to revolt. Yeah. That, they're the smartest... What, the smartest creature, right? They're having pigs? Something like that? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what Animal Farm's about. Pigs, up, the uprising yeah. of pigs. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. And so I would say, fucking try it. Mm. See what happens. Like, I tried the rap album, it didn't work, but I'd also tried the pool care rap, and it did work. No one, you know, if I told somebody I was doing that back then, which I'm pretty sure I didn't, they're like, that sounds like a waste of time. Sounds like a waste of time. Yeah. Right? You probably would have said that. Ah, that sounds like a waste of time, dude. Oh, absolutely. I would probably nuke all your passion projects. And then I'm like, hey, can I, you know, what if I did it in a weekend? You'd be like, well, then, what do I care? It's a weekend. Yeah. Right? And that's exactly how long it took me to do that. (laughs) Did it in one weekend, and I gave myself that time constraint. So the, the pool rap you did in the pool rap I did it in one weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, the song I wrote a different day, so I think I did the song in like a week. But then the the actual uh, rap out uh, the actual video I shot on Saturday and f- edited it on Sunday. Same thing with hashtag hustle. The the other video I did it in two days on purpose. Like I I set a time limit. I'm like I you know because otherwise I'll edit till I I'll edit for months. Until I get right, it right. perfectly. It's like, no, you have two days. Like, after Sunday, you can't work on it anymore. And you have to you have to publish. Oh, my God. I wish I could do something like that in two days. But it's a skill set, though. It's my oh, skill yeah, set. for it's sure. Like the one thing I'm good at. It's like, I'm good at that. So, I, I don't know how many other examples I can give, but I think that's that pretty much sums up what the concept is. So, I will say, I was talking to, to Will about this. Yeah you know, online thing. And, uh, you know, I was thinking how I was really lucky that in the beginning of like my business journey, I met this asshole in South Jersey mm-hmm. and da, 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 you know, like if I was never, if I was not that lucky in the future or like how would someone else, and there's, there's like fizzle for beginners yeah. and we, we had met there, but like if you have a business that you've been working on for X time, like how do you find those other people? That are like peers. They could be like your coworkers. Yeah, someone needs to create that. I would pay to be part of something like that. I think a lot of people have tried to do that. Like basically, you mean like like a mastermind type of like adult friend finder, but for business owners. <laughs> yeah, even if it was just like a, I don't know, like a breakfast club or like a. Oh, know. I mean, there's so many of those, right? But I don't think none of them are. They, they need to be curated. Yeah, cur- yeah. Because you go to like these. Well, it's like matchmaking. It's like you know that's what yeah. matchmaking services are. They're they're curated. Maybe not like I don't mean like Match. dot com. I mean the ones that are like a little bit more expensive and that are personal. Mm. Uh, but you're matching people up to their like basically friend. It's adult friend finder. <laughs> not not exactly that. <laughs> but you're finding a friend as an adult. It's a very hard thing to do to make friends as an adult, mm. and especially ones who like share. You're you know, saying it just is a niche that adult friend finder should tackle. Like yeah, I'm saying expand your business model, even though they probably don't need to. 
probably <laughs> killing it. I don't even know if they're still a thing anymore. Are they still a thing? Do I think all the names were released or something, and it was a sham? Like, oh, it was that actually, was uh, all, Ashley only Madison. men were paying for it. All the yeah. girls were bots or right. something. Surprise! Yeah, surprise! No one's coming to your house tonight. John. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, there's somebody do, doesn't. Yeah, and that could be like, hey, I'm very good at marketing, or I'm very good at creating websites, and I'm and I'm very and I'm in need for this. And it could even be that. It could even be like. There's a need that I want in the world, and I'm good at doing this one thing, and I'm passionate to make a friend. And so, isn't that what Mark Zuckerberg did? He was like in the movie. He was <laughs> he was passionate to make a friend. He really wanted friends, so he developed Facebook. <laughs> and, and the question is, did it work? Did it work? I you should. There's a hilarious, and I guess I wish I had show notes, but. There's a hilarious video I found on YouTube randomly. I think it's titled Smoked Meats. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not as dirty as you think it is, but it's Mark, Zucker, Mark Zuckerberg did a live, like a Facebook live from his backyard where he was smoking meats with his friends, like on the grill. And somebody edited it together where he just keeps saying the word smoke, I've smoked meats. I'm smoking meats. It's fucking, it's funny. I should get a soundboard. That'd be fun. So you, you put like a whoopee cushion noise? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he just did that video to be like, see, I have friends. Yeah, see? Get it? None of them were talking. It's so funny, dude. I'll send it to you. Anyway, uh, I want to thank Corey Haynes, who sent me my middle name this week. Do you know what my middle name was? you remember? Uh, no, actually. A-T-A-T. A-T-A-T? Yeah. Like A-T-A-T. Is that like the uh, Star Wars... Yeah, those those uh, in in on the planet Hoth, in yeah, Empire where they're the big tall you know walkers, they're called ATATs. Huh. Yeah, thanks, Corey. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, SoundCloud. I don't know wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And please, are you on SoundCloud? I don't think I am. No, <laughs> I'm definitely not on SoundCloud. Don't go to SoundCloud. Didn't they, are, aren't they going to die on, soon? You're on Spotify. I am on Spotify. Oh, okay. We are on Spotify. Sweet. Uh, thanks to, and I'll give a plug out to Transistor.fm, which is the hosting company I used. They made it one button click, and I'm on Spotify. Mm, that's how it should be. Yeah. Um, so, and if you like this podcast, leave a review. If you really like this podcast, tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episodes, and maybe they'll become a sponsor too. So, Or a sponsor. Hey. Tell your friends. Only if they'll sponsor the show. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, we either, don't even yeah. want them to listen. <laughs> oh, boy. I am tired. Mm, same. I think that's a why lot I of that's talking. Why I screwed up the about, whole ending. Hmm? I think that's why I screwed up the whole ending. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Anyway. Uh, thanks, dude. Yeah. I mean, thank you. You did most of the talking today about my passion mashing that is yep. in peril. <laughs> we'll get you there. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.